we need a countdown before we start the show. Uh, and I figured, uh, Chris, why don't uh, you count down uh, the number of uh, Netflix? No, well, the number of specials you have either listened to or watched comedy specials. In their entirety? Or, or most, like, I don't know. You can use starting, Netflix metrics starting at eight, if you want Eight to. years old. Five. Cassette tapes. Four. Three. Two. One. Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the Substandard Expanded Universe. Welcome to the SSEU podcast. We are back for uh, the second straight week, which might be a record. I don't think any other podcast wait, has ever wait, done this. Wait what? a second. We didn't record last week. Uh, well, we, really, we released an episode last week. It's the metric week. Yeah, we're on the <laughs> metric calendar. Uh, we are live. Uh, two of us, uh, that is me and Ryan, are wearing beautiful hats. And Chris has completely forgotten that our podcast is a hat podcast uh, and hat therefore podcast. has a dress code. This is news yeah. to me. You have to mute the rest of the show. That sucks. Oh, Gosh, oh, well. that sucks. Uh, you, okay. you, you set this time. You aside. know I'm incapable of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to make Thomas the host <laughs> and let him control the mute. We are going to start with what we always start with. We are going to play a game. uh, And the game is called uh, Guess the Value of the Car. And I thought that we should switch things up a bit. So we're not going to guess the value uh, of uh, a Dodge Journey this time. We are going to guess the value of a Toyota Camry Limited Edition. That's what I have. Yeah. Limited. How do you know? I didn't say LE. Very good. Uh, it, it is from 2010. As Jerry uh, Seinfeld, the comedian, says, limited. Yes, limited <laughs> to as many as they can sell. Uh, it is located in Sioux Falls, South Dakota at Autoland. Are, are Autoland? You okay. Are, are you familiar with that? Do you, do There's like 100 car dealers. Sure. Yeah. Autoland. Autoland. Okay. So a 2010 Toyota Camry limited edition. Your job. Uh, is to guess uh, how much it is listed for. Uh, okay. What information? Mileage. Mileage, yeah. How many miles? Uh, 113,000 miles. That's interesting. Um, Not a lot. How many punk, how many punk kids have uh, slid through stop signs and wrecked into it? <laughs> uh, uh, hang on. Let's look under uh, here. Yeah, I'm curious about the condition uh, of the title. Yeah, is it? Uh, two. Let's, let's see that car fact. Okay. <laughs> that's, okay. That's actually pretty low. So. Uh, that's it actually has a, a good number. It has a 2.5 liter four cylinder uh, petrol good. engine. Uh, petrol. It is. It is silver. It runs on gas. Okay. Silver. Okay, that's good information to have. Yeah. Uh, it's silver exterior and ash interior. What does that mean? Okay. Gray. <laughs> black. I think it's susceptible it's to the dark, emerald ash dark. borer. Uh, hang on, looking at the photos. Yeah, it's gray on the inside. Uh, six-speed automatic uh, transmission. Uh, you, you know that mine has, you know, do, do you remember this was a thing for a while? Um, I never use it. So it's a... Overdrive? I, I have an automatic transmission, but also like the, oh, yeah. the like manual thing, you like can, where oh. you could shift up and down. I, I, I don't, don't think anyone ever used that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I could shift from drive down into that so and be like, my, whoa, my, high RPM shift. I, shift. I know what it's. Um, so my uncle who lives in Alaska, who's a cop, um, was Fairbanks. He, when I was there, he was teaching his son how to drive and he was showing him how, yeah, you can drop it down to two. So if you're, if you're going, uh, like down a hill and you don't sure. want to go too fast, drop it down to three or even two. Um, and just like all this stuff. And he's just like, it, it was really annoying just to listen to him because it, it was like, you know, if, if there's someone on the side of the road, you can't cross over the double lane just because there's someone walking on this side of the road. You, you have to go close to them because if you cross over that double line and cop can pull you over, you have no argument. You're going to get a ticket. And, and it's, it's less safe because you don't know if car comes the other way head on collision. Where does he live in Alaska? Uh, we, like we a thousand a, miles we, from anyone? Because like all of those rules no, are thing Alaska. all the time. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I, I, you, yeah you the entire time I was there, sweat. I never saw anybody jogging on the side of the road. <laughs> like you give them a wide berth. But anyway, I was just pointing out that like it has this feature, this transmission feature, this plus and minus that I've used just for the novelty the first year I had it. Like oh, once you're or talking twice. about the plus and minus. Yeah, yeah the plus okay. minus. Yeah. Not yeah. like, yeah, most cars have that so you could break with your gearbox. But like, I'm just talking about the little plus minus that, that has really no function and no one uses. Yeah, mine has the 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 OD, the overdrive. Like, why am I underdriving? Yeah, my, my, uh, my, <laughs> my first car, a Volvo from 1982, uh, had four gears plus an overdrive. Yeah, uh, I mean, that was cool. Some, but uh, sometimes anyway. you got to turn that overdrive off. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's like yeah. why? Why so many gears? Like, can we get it down to one? One gear just does everything. Well, why, why does Next a bike gear, need yeah. twenty-one gears? Exactly. Uh, uh, can I read? Uh, can I read? So there's like the section called "More from the Seller." Oh, let's hear this. Uh, and and it's, I mean, it's some. There's some basic information, but part of it is also a sales pitch, I guess. So, uh, so this is I, a private seller, or this is like a one no, of those? no, no. It's uh, what did I say they were called, Chris? Uh, Auto Land. Auto Land. Uh, okay, so that's O T T O, yeah. Uh, Otto Lad, T- Tom Hanks is selling this car. <laughs> so I will. A uh, 2010 Toyota Camry limited edition, uh, four door sedan. That's great. It has four doors. Uh, local they... trade makes it a sedan. Local yeah, don't they call in... that? Don't they call that a saloon in England? No. Uh, a saloon and a wagon. A saloon and oh, it's a saloon and wagon. Okay. No, no, no. I mean, these are the two kinds, aren't there? Saloon and estate. I don't know. I've never lived in I don't know. Uh, it. It has all books and keys. Oh, nice. Even all- books. <laughs> it's got the manual. That's great. There's no way you could get that information anywhere else. It does have the keys. Yeah, you will be able to start it. Uh, this vehicle comes with two keys, full set of floor maps. Imagine if it just said hot wire only. <laughs> floor mats what came after floor mats owner's manual well what's the book what, what are the other books i assume that's like war book. and I peace assume, I assume. <laughs> like we're gonna throw in some some of the great great novels <laughs> all the books uh, okay hang on and a full tank of gas What's, oh. the, what, what's the value of that, Chris? Well, oh, you know, so I think the tank is like 13 gallons and it's at Costco, it's 309. I think everywhere else it's 
three twenty nine. So you do the math. You're the you're the guy who's that's, not afraid of numbers. That's, I don't know. It's it sounds like good value. It's more than thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like thirty nine or something like uh, that. It know. also comes with a limited three month, three thousand mile warranty included. Uh, some vehicles may have remaining factory warranty. Do we think this one has remaining factory? 2010, I'm thinking no. Were, were the miles on it again? Oh, yeah, it's the years of 113. Miles. Well, it's either or, right? It's Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2010, that's... So it's a limited warranty, limited to... Uh, limited to expired? Uh, no, limited to three months. Uh, Autoland will also provide a complete Carfax history uh, if you request it. Uh, they are located. Kids slid into it. They are located in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, serving Mitchell, Yankton, Brookings, Del Rapids, Yankton. Lenox, Brandon, Harrisburg, Hampton, Hartford, and surrounding areas. So that makes it a little bit more complicated if you have to live in one of those cities to actually buy it. <laughs> These are where we serve. Let's see your. It's like the, it's like the community. I'm sorry, you're from Austin. No, um, we can't you're have to pay you. the non-resident. Uh, price. It's just Which like is... college tuition. Yeah, buy it. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. All right. I've what got is... I've got my number. Um, what? I had to adjust what? it based on the floor mats. Well, I have I have a little more information. Oh, okay. Uh, it has a passenger door bin. <laughs> passenger uh... <laughs> door bin. Are they talking about the pocket? Yeah, they're talking about the pocket. But uh, bin okay. just one. Well, just one in the passenger door. Yeah. Yeah, and Down a driver door bin. A driver door bin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, Wait, what are you talking about? A, a bin? You mean the pocket that's in the door? Like down towards the bottom of the drawer, you've got like a a drawer. Kind of storage. There's a drawer. There's a drawer now. It's not a drawer. It's it's it's. You a, said drawer. You the, just said drawer. In on the a, door near the bottom of the door. You there's said like drawer. A, there's drawer. an entire dresser in the car. <laughs> there's a dresser um i mean if it has a drawer then i'm going to like you know there's a place you can take a nap uh, so. okay what what one one more thing wait two more things it has meteor fabric seat trim wait a second no. i don't Did you say I meteor meteor yeah meteor yeah meteor yeah. than what no, oh i thought it was like meteor, they made like from the a thing meteor that comes from like, space <laughs> Oh, we we gathered up some pieces of of a meteor, and uh, we we put it in the seats. Okay, I'm looking at the photos. It's part of the. Not... It's also also the uh, part of the space shuttle. Uh, Columbia is uh, <laughs> is woven into the seats as well. I will I will say from the photos, it looks very clean. Okay, since Ryan brought up the, the, the space shuttle, I, I want to <laughs> issue a correction from last episode where um, I The discovery is fine. The <laughs> discovery is good. That's, that, is not the, that is not the, the correction, but that, that is true. We said that the... Um, there were little pieces of this Columbia all over. Columbia that exploded. But I, I had said that there was only 10 space shuttles ever made. There were, in fact, only six ever made, and two of them blew up. So um, I'm still amazed... That, that's a pretty bad ratio. That's a think? pretty bad Imagine, ratio. Like there were people that were just were like, "All right, let's go. Next one. Next one up. Let's get in." <laughs> Two of six exploded. So like, it's as if they, the engineers they, they, from Ryan's like the heat shield thing. It almost killed almost every mission. Nearly every mission. The heat, like what killed uh, Columbia. Um, 
Like, because yeah, like I said, I'm amazed we have any astronauts would just, left. Would just shit just falls off the space shuttle when the <laughs> rocket is taking off. And it's like, oh man, those pieces that are going like those tiny pieces are going 10,000 miles an hour. They will put a hole in his in a heat shield. And there was like they found where like the uh, on reentry with some of the other shuttles, like it gotten inside the heat shield and and like plasma has started working its way up into critical components. But Is luckily <laughs> it didn't it didn't uh didn't get far enough. And they're just like, well, you know, let's let's flip another coin. It says under safety. Uh, so, you know, it has like ABS brakes, brake assist, uh, panic alarm, traction control, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and then it says... brake assist? Yeah, I was wondering the same thing. Like, I, I know ABS is a brake assist. There's a guy I, I, that... that there's a, it's like a... It's a driver's ed car a, with a driver's ed car <laughs> with, with the driver's ed instructor. Uh, so if you ever fall asleep <laughs> while you're driving, he will right, the brakes. So this is from 2010, so I don't actually know what it is. On on my slightly newer car, I would assume it me it breaks it, automatically it is, because my it car is does. Not any, it is they not did not have that in 2010. What your right. car does. All right. Your All right. car parks itself. This it, it, yeah, well, uh sucks to be a Toyota. Anyway, so the, the thing here, it says it has knee airbags. Well, yeah, well, of course. What what so what, what? so mean, it of course. Of course what? what? It doesn't come out of the steering wheel. Like there are like no, it comes out of the steering wheel. But like I think it's got like ten airbags, so it's got like a side curtain. It's got the one coming out of the steering wheel, and then you just know, in case you're a professional athlete and yeah. so your career doesn't get <laughs> got knee ones. You've got like lat airbags. You've got um, you've got uh, the ankle ones. Um, am I at ten yet? You know what? It did not have a passenger airbag or knee face or any kind. It was a 1987 Toyota Corolla. That I was in when I was a junior in high school and some jackass ran a red light while my mom was driving me to school. We plowed head on into them and I that, went to sleep for like several minutes because my, my head just hit curve? the dash. No, no uh, concussions. Oh, I play through concussions all the time. I got plenty of concussions. Uh, all right. So Chris, you have your number written down. Uh, do. Ryan, what's uh, your number? Let me run down everything that you was there real quick. All right, we got a we got a we got an ashy got an ashy Toyota Camry Camry or Corolla. I, th- I think Camry. the Camry. I think the interior is ash. Yes, ashy, not the exterior. Yeah, but yeah. the exterior is also gray. Why is Sims. silver? Silver. Sips. Yes. Gray. Or really? Oh, it's gray inside. No, that's ash. With me, it's like it's like with, my car is described as bronze when it's you know it's brown. My uh, minivan is smoky topaz. What, really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Then why? I mean, that's better than ash. Yeah. Um, it's probably worth two thousand dollars right there. Um. Okay. What was the mileage again? Uh, One hundred and seventy-four thousand. One hundred and thirteen thousand. One hundred thirteen thousand. My lucky number. Remember uh, the the side pockets. I, at the side pockets, the, the which I'm still confused it's, about. Is it just in one passenger door <laughs> or is it in both? Because it says uh, you're saying the rear. No, only the, the so the drivers and the passenger doors both have kind of these pockets. You could put like I think in our passenger door, we have an umbrella in there. Um, Why don't all of them I've, have it? The rear doors. Um, reasons. They're, they're, they're the bottom yeah. of the rear door is a little bit okay, smaller. I, and I'm glad I cleared this up. So we got we only have two pockets. Only two pockets. And, all right. All right. Well, that just that drops 
you remember the break assist? Factor that in the break assist. Do you have to pay the salary of the driver's ed teacher? Is that included in the price? I feel like we need to invite I, uh, I have, Toyota, the sign engineer on the show. I have no idea. I, I seriously, I this could be. Uh, I, 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 I'm gonna say. Well, I mean, it's a 2010. It's not from yesterday. Born at night, but not last night. I will say twelve thousand fifty one hundred. Okay, so I thought I was way over, but Ryan is going to be way over. My my guess is oh, $9,649. <laughs> but I think I'm over still. I, I guess we didn't clarify if we're doing uh, Price is Right, uh, Wheel of <laughs> just, Fortune. Just just tell us what the price is. Last time it didn't uh, matter. Uh, got my hopes up. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter this time either. Because we're both it's, over. It, no, it's $10,172. So you're what, 500 off, Chris? I'm... No, I'm three hundred fifty-one dollars off. Oh, Ooh. there you go. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? Mm-hmm. So, congratulations mm-hmm. to Chris. Something he knows. Chris, Chris knows what his car is worth. Yeah, well, my, can, my car is. To be clear, I my feel car like is there not should have been that. a handicap here. Like, it, I should get spotted. Wait, like $5, we've been doing the Dodge Journey every time before this. <laughs> okay. Well, I also <laughs> don't know how much things cost. <laughs> Hey, can you get the car in self-checkout at HEB? <laughs> I'd be in the market for a car if, there, if there's a dealership that opened up self-checkout. Chris. Yes. What What am I doing? Uh, what are we talking about? Wait. Yeah, I don't know what we're talking about. Uh, what do we, we what got? Do we Wrexham. We got uh, the basketball coaching. So we've Chris. got the, we've got Disney. Um, I've got. Uh, uh, why wasn't I asked if I wanted to talk about Disney? I go. Why did Thomas only ask Chris? Because Chris, Chris shared an article a few weeks ago, and he was really excited. All right, let me do a headline. I'll do a headline. That's right. I forgot okay. about that. Wait, headline. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Transition. Oh, I thought you were going to say, Chris, you have a headline, right? Chris, you have a headline, right? He already said yes. Oh, yes. yes, I do. Um, so this is from The Hollywood Reporter uh, today, I believe. Headline is so, eight, qu- question, the, question, the the question. one single Hollywood. Yeah, reporter. is it one or several? Are you asking if there are multiple reporters that work at the Hollywood Reporter? No, yes. I'm saying in Hollywood, are there more than one reporter? Well, I'm sure there's more than one reporter. It's it's a pretty big town. But no not one. Holly, there's not only Hollywood one itself, but you the know, Hollywood. There's only one the Hollywood Reporter. There's Hollywood Please. reporters, and then there's the Hollywood Reporter. Is it Danny DeVito? So, it's more of a question is, of who, like, who is the Hollywood reporter? Is that the question? Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Very hush-hush. <laughs> Wouldn't have guessed okay. it. Well, I'm glad we cleared it up. Go on. Okay. Um, headline is, HBO chief Casey Bloys concedes fake Twitter oh. accounts were a very dumb idea. Subtitle, the HBO CEO apologized for the accounts you know that who? trolled critics posting about network programming on social media. How many stories of uh, celebs trolling people with fake Twitter accounts uh, could have told him, oh, this is a bad idea and it's going to come out? (laughs) Well, especially now I didn't read the article, you know, closely, Uh, but I I feel like we know this because like people kind of abused a uh, a an assistant and I think the assistant. I don't know anything about the, this. I didn't realize that. I think he, the assistant may have been somebody who was asked to like 
troll the reporters. And so it came out with that. Um, okay, so he wasn't even doing it himself. He didn't even have the level of like security where, all right, I'm going to do it myself. Like, like what's his name from the Sixers? It, he was like right. farming it out to, uh, you know, people who don't make very much money. And I'm like, hey, you know what? <laughs> I can tell you about this shit. What? So was it, was it like an official official internal strategy of hbo that we're going no not official like i think it was like an assistant like hey like this douchebag reporter like gave gave you know our this show a bad review can you just you know say bad stuff about them online (laughs) that's that's my guess um and then the assistant went and created additional accounts look there's nothing good to say about this show (laughs) so our only option is (laughs) right right tear down the reporter Well, like it was news to me. Um, one of the shows that he was pissed about was a um Joss Whedon sci-fi show that I've never heard of. Uh Firefly. The the Nevers. Like I I thought Joss Whedon was kind of done. Like I didn't know he was doing stuff. Yeah, I didn't realize that he got another show. That's so that's come out recently. 2021. Okay. I had I'm I'm hey, slow. Brilliant description of a show. An epic tale following a gang of Victorian women who find themselves with unusual abilities, relentless enemies, and a mission that might change the world. Uh, I don't recognize a single person on the cast. So there's that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's been disappeared from HBO as well. So he, kind of he acknowledgement wrote, this show isn't he, very good. He wrote a show. He got in trouble for treating women badly. He wrote a show where he had to cast a bunch of women and he couldn't get any uh, top line actors to work with him. Hmm. Weird. Is this a British show? I have no idea. Like none of us know anything. Josh Josh Whedon. I've changed his name to Josh. Is Josh Whedon British? I think he's British. He is not. You're allowed to write a British show if you're dipshit American? Something like I feel like that's inappropriate. Like. Anyway, let me let me just read a few quotes of 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 this um, non-apology apology. For those of you who know me, you know that I'm a programming executive. Uh, I'm very passionate about the shows that we decided to do and the people who do them and the people who work on them. And I want the shows to be great. So when you think of that mindset and then think of 2020 and 2021, I'm home working from home. Okay, that's I'm home working. Cool. I'm home working from home. First of all, he tells people. Uh, for people who know me, let me tell you what you know already about me. Yes. <laughs> Which right helps. for people who know me, um, I'm home working from home, spending an unhealthy amount of time scrolling through Twitter, and I came up with a very very dumb idea to vent my frustration. Obvious, and then he goes on to defend. Obviously, six tweets over a year and a half is not very effective. So he's like, first of all, it was a dumb idea because of, and I blame COVID, and I didn't even try. I didn't even try, <laughs> and it was only six and a half. No, six tweets over a year and a half. It's not a, you know, I I had like one draft left. I'm sorry, but I'm not that sorry. Um, Also, like, you know, I'm not sorry that that uh, a bunch of people bullied my assistant that I tasked with this. Um, So anyway, what were the six tweets? Did we get any of that? Not not in this article. I feel like I'd have to know, like, I, I don't know what's trolling. Were they just like? You you don't know how to re- you wouldn't know how to review show if it reviewed you. Was it that? It's probably that. He's mad at Alan Seppenwall. 
um, McCaffrey, who was oh. referring to Blois at Texas Tamori. Um, can our secret operative please tweet at Alan's review, colon, Alan is always predictably safe and scared in his opinions. <laughs> so he's too scared to endorse uh, this really so, terrible show. He was, yeah, he, that's what it was. <laughs> Show's not bad. Alan Wall, who like invented TV criticism. He's <laughs> he's scared to say that his show is good. So the account's been deleted, but um, it was, uh, according to the Rolling Stone, an account under the name of Kelly Shepard, <laughs> who called herself a Texas mom and herbalist. <laughs> an herbalist? <laughs> yes. Great what, cover. What's, what's the most innocent thing that we could call ourselves? That or, like, I don't know, kindergarten teacher. Uh, I, I also have a headline. Can we... All right. Can we I had a headline saved uh, from preview, and I, I'm not sure it's technically... Yeah, no, I think it's right. Uh, let's do this one. All right, so it is a headline from... Good introduction. This was sent to me. I'm not sure where it's from. They just Stop. arrived. It's from Germany. <laughs> it the headline is from Germany. It says, Germany, colon, students at University of Augsburg demand glory holes in lecture halls to help relieve stress on campus. <laughs> All right. I'm going to need a little bit uh, uh, of the explanation of the logistics. <laughs> the logistics of a glory in, hole? Do you in want a lecture like... hall. In a lecture hall. So uh, how... All right. So that's that was confusing to me. So I binged it. And it turns out that part, they might have fudged that a little bit. So here's another headline on the same topic. See, Do Ryan that- has never been to college, so he doesn't. I'm surprised that he's asking a question because, like, he's not sure what a lecture hall is. But Ryan, a lecture I mean, hall. Would obviously, be- I know there are glory holes in lecture halls. It's not a lecture hall would be a a, a sort of a small auditorium, a stage up front, <laughs> and then auditorium style, um, stadium style seating, um, seating anywhere. So from- where's the dick hole going in the bleachers? Bleachers. Is somebody underneath the bleachers? Like, you know, a stadium style seating, you can get underneath there. You no, can... stadium style seating, picture like a movie theater. Stadium style being yeah. like tiered. I, I understand. In like chair, where, chairs, where, not, not where bleachers. Where is the dick hole going? Like into the, into the, you're right. This is the question. I was just, I was just painting a picture so you'd understand what a lecture hall is because oh, I have the okay. same question. Sorry. I have the same question. Okay. Right. Let, uh, I thought you were explaining me, to me how it makes sense. Let me no. provide more context. Uh, students ha- uh, vote on whether to allow glory holes for anonymous sex in public toilets at German and universities. The, 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 you know, not German college students, <laughs> you're not allowed to vote anymore. Uh, uh, Do they have uh, toilets in their lecture halls? Oh, okay, okay. Oh, wait, wait. I, I get it now. Okay, so just like... porta potty you, you there's next to the right next to the lecture, you know, you go down, you have to use the restroom on the other side of that. There's a hole. I can go either way. You either receive from inside or, you know, just to relieve stress. Like, this, can, this I, is can I no read stressful. more? I have no story? idea what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. Can go I ahead. read more of the story? Uh, students have voted on whether to allow glory holes for anonymous sex in public toilets at the German university. A heated discussion mm. arose 
as the University of Augsburg Student Convention met at 6 p.m. yesterday to discuss whether to allow the holes that are used for sexual purposes in the toilets at the lecture halls center. The students talked about the glory holes or sex lachern. I'm just saying, if these motherfuckers are World War. What is lachern? What, 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 is, what is the verbatim, like word for word translation? I have no idea. I assume hole. Uh, anyway, here. Sex hole. Uh, the, so the motion appeared to have said that three glory holes are to be built <laughs> in the lecture hall center built at the entrance where the information boards are you... currently located. The text also <laughs> noted that the cabins should be soundproof and opaque. It's like a Bucky's like stall. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Ryan brings up a good point. Like, are there contractors who specialize? Like, we got to get our our sex sprocken guy um to to come in and yeah, because look, obviously, you don't want to get it too small, too small of a hole. That's no. that's number one. <laughs> but but you don't want the hole too big either because that's that can like be if embarrassing. you're not. If you're not using it, like you don't want to be making eye contact as you're pooping, like, and you just like happen to look over, um, that okay. that would be embarrassing. So, I was picturing, uh, like booths specially made for uh, glory holes, but you're no, saying, no, why? Let's let's not waste the space. Let's get some toilets in there. Well, you're you got yeah. a long day of glory holing. You know, you got to hydrate, and you don't have to. Dual purpose. You don't have to leave. Wait, were these sex-specific booths? Uh, yes. A... Yes. Oh, the, well, okay. the, the application added the lights should be dimmable and possible knee padding should be installed. Con <laughs> condoms, lick wipes. I don't know what that is. Lubricants and disinfectants should also be provided free of charge in the glory holes. Trash cans will also be needed. Well, I, Thomas, I see where your confusion comes from, um, because this seems like a sexual activity that only includes two participants, mm. <laughs> which yeah. is what, very different from Swedish universities. So, Ryan, you, you're referring to the whole the embarrassing part about the whole, whole size uh, in comparison to one's own, the girth of one's own. Um, sure. Okay. You wanted to you want to obviously you wanted to be able to fit through there. But you don't but want it to be like a speck in an like an ocean of wide look, space. Yeah, you want it to look significant uh, when it comes through there. So it's like, it's, do it's they... for the other person too, the person waiting sure. for it. You know, they don't be able to imagine that it's bigger than it is too. Probably. So, imagine. so these um, sex specific glory hole rooms that they want constructed, not in their lecture halls, but like I, I I'm starting to get it. I, you it's... know how like. In England, in, they refer to the toilet like so that in, in America, the toilet is the porcelain thing that you pee and poop in, right? In England, mm -hmm. the toilet refers to the whole bathroom, the right? whole the whole room. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what's happening here is a lecture hall. They're, they're saying like an academic building, the academic building okay. where I, I'm picturing a lecture hall is just just the, the lecture hall itself, like the, the, the room where lectures happen. But they're saying <laughs> inside of these buildings, when. After we're done listening to this professor drone on about the stupid stuff, we need a dedicated room. Well, rooms that have like 
a barrier, two sides, soundproof, <laughs> uh, opaque, dimmable um, lighting, dimmable lighting. Got to set the mood. pads. <laughs> I'm wondering about like the labeling of the doors. Like, how do you know if you're on the giving or the receiving end? Are is, do you kind of choose? Bit like this side is. Yeah, like, I mean, the, the dicks going through. There waiting. <laughs> what if you like ram dicks into each other? Like, <laughs> like you're both. Ex- I just, this is just another, like, one of these, which gender is allowed to use this restroom kind of controversy waiting to happen. I just get in there and mix it up. You know, yeah, public on like, your privates. When this topic came up in It's Always I Sunny slipping in Philadelphia. The pads. I mean, that's why you need the wipes. You got to wipe them off. Like, if, once you've been working <laughs> wipe down there, down. Gonna, I'm here to wipe like, down the It's like loads. at the gym. It's like at the gym. <laughs> in Sunny, when they want to introduce a glory hole to the bar um mm. remember what is the idea the idea is they want to get like european they want to get like this free <laughs> european style free for all yeah. and like this is like reaffirming every stereotype we have of europeans and you know what i mentioned like earlier but if, if this is what they need to not try to take over the world again you know let, let, yeah. let them have so- their glory holes so so Ryan and I vote in favor, Chris? Well, yeah, I mean, I I feel like we could even bring these to some of our universities where perhaps it's it's just like blue balls that's that's caught ca- that's causing these like campus lefties from like harassing Jews, you know? Like we're seeing videos of that all over the place. Um maybe they just need some, start, some additional facilities. Start shipping in some quality German glory holes. Yeah, if this keeps like if it keeps the Germans from trying to take over the world, and if it keeps the anti-Semites from anti-Semiting, yeah, I, I, I'm all problem, for it. So, I'm all for it. For the sake of the Jews of the world, glory, thumbs up. Glory. Oh. So, Ryan, I understand. How that... high is the is the hole too? I mean, this you re- wonder reminds if, me if... of that episode of uh, 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 Silicon Valley. The mean <laughs> jerk time. The mean, yeah, because uh, part of that was the height of each dick. I would assume, Ryan, that there's an adjustable platform that you stand on um, for That's the short people. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like if if you're tall, like you don't want to have to crouch down that whole time. Like that's <laughs> that, that that's yeah. hard on the body. You're uh, doing the wall set for like like in basketball practice. Trying to... <laughs> it's like it's like a punishment. It's hard to stay hard. <laughs> hard to stay hard. Speaking of basketball, Ryan, I understand that you have launched your coaching career. I did. So, Jack was wanting to try out for seventh grade basketball team in school this year. And so to, he's never played organized basketball. So to kind of get him ready for that, I signed him up for this shitty weekend league that they just play any chance I could foster a puppy. What? No, what? No. Austin pets alive just has my phone number. They're just texting me pictures of dogs. No, I don't care. It's going to die. It's going to die. Anyway, where they just play on Saturdays, it's mostly kids who have never played before, and you only get 30 minutes practice before each game, which is, it's, you just have to have the luck of the draw if you've got, you know, two or three of the kids that have had some basketball before, because you're not in 30 minutes each week. Uh, like the, uh, it was so, I volunteered, the the guy who runs the league was like, hey, we don't have a coach for this team. And I was like, I really do not want to coach, but he's like, I, it, it, we're starting next week. We have no one. I said, I will help. And if it comes down to I am the only one who says I'll, they'll help, fine, I'll do it. Um, I don't want to. If somebody else says they want to do it, 
that's fine. I'll help them out. And so uh, I showed on, up hang on, to the first hang on, game. Hang on. You had some other motivation as well. Like that wasn't the only reason you did it. Um, you're going to have to walk me back there. What you told us is that like a big part of the decision was that it would be good content for the show. That you, Sure. The uh, content for the show did definitely cross my mind. Like, well, at least I'll get that out of it. But still, I don't think content is like even worth having to uh, coach these little bastards. Uh, and so I show up the first game. And it happens that there is another dad who is like saying, oh, yeah, I'll coach. He's like all gung ho for it. And I'm like, OK, great. I said I would help. And the other dad, he's not really played basketball before or coached. And so I just kind of like, dad dim his enthusiasm. Not it, one. It, bit. it didn't. It, it didn't. No. And he he had these ideas of like, you know, setting up an offense and I'm like, like I read a book kids. on the tri- like, the, like, the adventure of the triangle offense. Do you think I, we I'm can looking at the that? time? Like, well, now we have 25 minutes before the game starts. <laughs> and I'm just like, they, the like, seriously, just let him shoot or something like uh, we do not have time to set up anything at all. Literally at all. If they remember to just say, hey, I'm guarding number 21. Uh, that would be a, a big help because I watched the game before and none of the kids know who they know who they're guarding each time down the floor. They're just kind of standing there. And I was like, you know, if we've got anybody that can dribble the ball, well, have them bring it down. I don't know. And he, he's like, wanting, I'm like, well, you can call for a pick. And I'm just like, uh, yeah, I guess you can call for a pick, but there's like, they're just in a bunch. Like, are they going to pick the whole defense? Because most teams are just like standing around in the lane. We started. It was it was as bad as I thought, because like we had none of our kids had played before. And it seemed like every other team had one or two players that at least had played some basketball and were. Plus, the ages are from 11 to 14. Which are just, it's just a stupid age range. What a fourteen-year-old against? You've the, got exactly. Like they're so shaving, the, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's like we've got we've got two kids that have mustaches on our team. <laughs> like they've not played basketball. They're big kids, uh, and they're I guess our best players just because they're bigger than everybody else. And they're and it's just like so Jack, you know, he's only twelve and he's not hit puberty yet, so he's one of the smaller kids. You've got these other kids that have played a little basketball and they're like 13 or 14. And it's just like, it, like, why, why are you here? Like, wh- what are you doing out here? And the one, it, it didn't really piss me off too much until uh, a game like two weeks ago where they had this kid who clearly was 14 years old. And I could tell right. I was like, this kid plays school ball. He probably plays AAU. He, you know, he's bringing the ball down, like going to the basket every single time. He can steal it every single time at the other end. He's got 30 points in the first like 10 minutes off of all layups. I was just like looking at the other coach. I was like, you've got a sub. Why is he still in? Why is he still in the game? And then I noticed like the kid's parents are like screaming for him every single time he makes a basket. And his mom is videotaping every time he touches this ball. Not videotaping. She didn't have a camcorder. She had a phone. <laughs> uh, she had a phone with a with a camcorder attached. She, she had a Super 8, yeah. Yeah. And just like, yeah, whatever. I can't remember his name anymore, but it was something like Justin or something bullshit like that. What did you and, say? Justin? 
Yeah, it wasn't he sold yearbooks was... and, and class rigs. <laughs> buddy, uh, buddy, uh, buddy, something. The guy from Hoosiers who uh, played <laughs> Buddy in Hoosiers. He sold. Oh, oh, all right, but sold question, question. But so, why do you want your kid to play in this sort of context where he is obviously too? Like, it, it so because it, it would just the sole purpose for Jack was to just get. He's literally not been in a game of any kind of any basketball uh, a basketball mm-hmm. game of any kind before so it was just purely to get him some idea of mm-hmm. the structure and just get used to doing more and more getting comfortable because he didn't want to like dribble the ball down the, the court at the beginning uh, of the season and i was like jack you were you he, he works on his ball handling all the time and i'm like you're one of the best ball handlers on the team you should just bring it down um you can just bring it down and pass so he got comfortable doing that he got comfortable like it early on when he'd first get the ball. He wouldn't even look at the rim, even if he was open. He would just like look for somebody to pass to. And then he got he made a shot or two, and then he got more comfortable to where as soon as he caught it, if he was open, he would look to shoot. But then he also would look for uh people who were open underneath the basket to pass to, um, which is something that none of the other kids do. They all like like they only think about passing if they like have like if they kill the dribble if they stop the dribble and yeah so it was just to get him used because basketball tryouts uh which started this week like i just knew he would feel a lot more comfortable confident going into those in which he may not he still may not make the team i mean he's he he's he's got the unfortunate may birthday so he's one of the younger kids he's never played basketball before there's a big school He, he it's not only i mean it's not clear yet whether your kids are going to get your height or Rose's height. Yeah, no, no, it's not. How, how mean, tall is Rose? Uh, Rose is like 5'1". Five, 5'1". One. Five, and, one. and you're like 6'2"? Six, 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 you know, yeah. there's there's some numbers that, you know, say that it's 6'1 and something, but one doctor told me I can just say 6'2 whenever I want. <laughs> he, he gave me a doctor's note to say that. So Jack is five foot and he's 12. I have no idea how tall I was at 12 because uh, the stupid tryouts are before school, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week. So he's got to get there at seven, and that's annoying. Um, I imagine that's done to like weed out the kids who like would try out. But if it's after school, they'll stay and try out. But if it's they got to get up two hours early, maybe a few of the kids don't show up. That is nice so if they get like, three days of tryouts where it's not like if you have a bad day, like it's it's not going to like sink you. Like, yeah, and I don't know how like. I don't know anything about this coach. I don't know what they're, I don't know how many teams they're going to have. Jack said he heard someone say they're just going to have an A and a B team. And I was like, oh, okay, wow. Well, then you're not going <laughs> to be playing. Because uh, our, our middle schools have yeah. A, B, C, and D. And so, some of the I know, that's why. Like, we two D and even, two C. Yeah. I'm trying, I was trying to remember what Little Flower, <laughs> Little Flower Catholic School had. <laughs> are, are, we, are we going to talk grade. about this? <laughs> Yeah, I played. Yeah. Uh, so I was homeschooled in middle school, but we lived right down the street from this Catholic school, Little Flower. And I mean, um, I mean, you were always homeschooled. I'm unfamiliar with St. <laughs> Little Flower. School. Can you tell us more about uh, uh, Little Flower, no. the patron saint of what, what I know about <laughs> Little Flower was that because I was good at sports, they were like, hey, do you just you don't have to come to the school. You can still play sports for us. And so uh, there was a where I learned to play basketball there at Little Flower in the parking lot. There used to be a wooden half court, a wooden basketball uh, goal, half court 
And that's what I was thinking. Like by the time I was in seventh grade, like I'd been playing against men for you know <laughs> a year, just like walking to that court every day. I'd seen like the like Crips and Bloods like have knife fights <laughs> on, on basketball courts. And like I, you know, I'm playing 21 against like men and winning when I was in seventh grade. But I was also at an October birthday, so I was yeah like, 13 already. And, and just to, to paint a picture for people who haven't seen um, new basketball players play like Ryan, you're describing like they're sometimes they're not guarding their their guy uh, like they forget. Yeah. But then they, they like overcommit where like right. yeah. like they're like there's someone who gets past their guy driving to the layup and they're like running to the corner after their own. <laughs> like they're like, I'm going to follow yeah. this guy. Like, my guy, my guy. I'm I not going to look I'm at anything to else. I'm supposed to go. I know that's what I'm trying. I like <laughs> try to talk to. I have no idea what to tell Jack like for these trials. Cause like, you know, he's not one of the, he's not one of the better players. Like he's not like he's, he's small. He, he has a good shot. He has a very soft touch. He gets upset because he can't shoot basically further out than like the free throw line without like really slinging it. right yeah and i'm like i'm like don't don't do that don't like, don't change your shots you get bigger and that, stronger yeah. like yeah. that will take care of itself like the, the honestly that is, that is a super a really... hard transition because every kid at like fourth fifth sixth for, for mm-hmm. me it was like fourth fifth sixth like proper form you're not strong enough to shoot with proper form so you have to right. make the transition from like the shoulder shot to to like um center kind of mid you know kind of forehead yeah yeah, and, and well, that's one thing. Like I, 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 whenever that's the one thing. Jack can shoot. He has a good looking shot. Like he, he. I had him doing the Steph Curry since he was, yeah, you know, which is nice because like, you can it just you could just start lower and yeah, right, exactly, exactly. Like you don't have to take it to one side or the other. Yeah, you can just like use your legs more and start lower. But still, it's hard for him to get it. Like eighteen feet is a yeah. struggle for him. And Question: like, Don't worry about it. Like that's not important right now. Um, is he is he thrown off by the lack of grass on the basketball court? Maybe that maybe that was the problem. I didn't I didn't have him doing the Larry Bird like like I did, where we had a we had a basketball court over our grass driveway, <laughs> a basketball goal over our well, grass driveway. And before you moved, isn't that what you had? You had like a, a basketball goal in your backyard. Oh, that's that right. Like grass. Yeah, we did. We we did <laughs> have shoot in the backyard. On I did grass. have I did have him doing that. Yeah, that's that's why he had to work so hard on his ball handling because he did. And, and like he never like play. went Wait, from dribbling it, to shooting because he's bouncing. It's bouncing straight up. Why is it bouncing straight up? So Thomas, you asked a question about these parents, like the motivation. You know, honestly, I would love to sit with these parents who put their kids in leagues where their kid is by far the best. And right. like, no, d- doesn't even belong in the same court. And they just like love watching their kid tear it, up kids it, it, who have no clue what they're doing. It makes it, them feel good. Is that well? Clearly, it does. But the, but the question is why? Like, why is that why? satisfying? He's learning nothing. Like, nothing. if anything, if if anything, it's it's hurting him for when he yeah. plays against right. like tougher competition because you can't just like you know dribble straight down the middle of the lane to the basket every time. Well, like and, Ryan, and so the ref yeah. talked to him because the ref was pissed too. He's like. <laughs> He's like, what? and I didn't understand why the coach, like he was sitting out other players on his team, like multiple times. Cause there's 10 minute running quarters and you're supposed to sub every five minutes. He had two players on the bench and he sat out the good player once in the first half and he whined the entire time. The rest of the game, he had other players who sat out more than once. And I'm like, you were up by 50 points. Cause when that kid was out of the game, the score was eight to six. 
why don't you let these other kids play who are all around the same level? He, you know, he had a clipboard. And I'm like, what are you drawing on that clipboard? <laughs> Pass the ball to Justin. If Justin's mom sees you hold the ball for more than three seconds, she's going to have to put her phone down and stop recording. She doesn't want to get too many of the other kids in, in the video. She's making a highlight package. And the ref was the ref talked to me and he did. And he plays he plays on an eighth grade team. Uh, he also plays on an AAU team. And Jack, I didn't hear this because I couldn't hear what he's saying. But Jack was like, he's also like really bossy to his teammates. And like one kid uh, shot the ball three times. And Jack said, the the Justin said to him, that's three shots you missed. No more. This kid, oh, he's going to get it someday. He's going to get it. I think I definitely handled it properly and in a healthy way, uh, making comments. <laughs> Do the like parents you, who the, you, where the mom saw me uh, recording her recording him. You handled it well. You released your anger in the glory hole restroom outside the <laughs> transition. Chris, can you give me uh, audio, uh, video sharing uh, capabilities? Uh, and Chris, can sure. you give me? Um, I don't know. I thought I thought I had something. <laughs> What's another? All right, Thomas, you should, you should have it. Do Do you guys uh, see this? I do. Let's uh, listen in on uh, this conversation between, I have no idea who this guy is. I just saw this video on Twitter earlier. Uh, and so it's an interview with a guy with uh, a beard. The earth is flat. Where is the sun? It's 93 million miles away. Uh, the, the sun at any given time. And when you say the sun, there is no the sun. Everybody has their own sun. What do you mean? Literally. What do you mean literally? Uh, Literally, everybody has their own sun. There's a different sun for everybody. What do you mean a everywhere. different sun? I don't understand that. Like, yeah. you mean you're saying that there's a different sun here in Las Vegas than there is in New York? Uh, you're not looking at the. We think you have your own sun. How many suns are there? As many people who are viewing it. So wait, every <laughs> individual person has their own That's sun. Correct. What? That is correct. The sun's no more than 50 <laughs> miles away at any given time. And it's 50, just, wait, wait, wait. But wait a second. Airplanes go in the sky. Oh, my God. Like a rainbow. How come the sun doesn't get bigger when you're in an airplane? The closer you move to it, the farther it moves from you. It's like a rainbow. And Whoa. The sun isn't a thing. The this is going to break me, man. Yeah, this is going to yeah, break me. The sun is literally <laughs> not a thing. The, this is the guy that I was thinking of. <laughs> no, it's not like a burning ball of gas or any of that bullshit. Bullshit. It's cold. Wait a second. The sun is cold? And it's, a rainbow. it's like a rainbow. That's why it's cold during the day and warm at night. That's why the, when it's cloudy, it's a little chillier than when it's sunny. What was he holding in his hand? Is he smoking something? Is he like? Is he smoking some drugs in that in that thing? <laughs> Uh, he it looks like he might have been vaping, uh, but it's unclear what uh, he was vape, vaping. I guess he's vaping. He's vaping the sun. Anyway, <laughs> I like, just find the guy's like, you mean not Las Vegas has a different sun than New York? And he's like, it's no, like, <laughs> every person <laughs> has their own sun. There are eight billion suns, <laughs> and they're cold, cold, and they're fifty cold, miles in the sky, but cold they move rainbow farther away. <laughs> they're cold rainbow suns. Transition, final transition. Chris, uh, why don't you uh, start to tell us about how well Disney is doing? Boy, do we have time for this? Sure. It's going to be a long podcast. Let me just preface this with with uh, this statement oh. that here's my thesis is that all uh -huh. these people are idiots and nobody knows how to do anything. 
Who, okay. Who, who, do you, who do you mean by old people? I think you know what the word all means. That's pretty... JVL and uh, Sonny have been beating the drum of just like how in trouble, I guess, entertainment companies are, uh, that the streaming services, ads are coming. Yeah, we got rid of the the cable bundle, but everything's a bundle. Like, you know, streaming services, you're paying for stuff you don't like. Um, so you can get stuff you like and none of it, none of the changes. Yeah, you got to get like max to watch like the, some of the playoffs, but then you got to watch the other ones on it. <laughs> right. Hulu or- you know, once, once ad revenue stopped kind of being tied to just overall financial health of the industry, like everything's gone on downhill and any success has really been built on like low interest rates, like money is cheap. So Netflix, Netflix can just say, all we care about is having a big subscriber base. We don't actually have to make money. We can lose money. Yeah. Well, like now it's time to pay the piper because interest rates are high and essentially Disney has, um, it's time to pay the piper. They've made a promise to Wall Street that they're going to stop losing money by the end of the year. And all of this, He's going like, to all, take all their kids. <laughs> all of this, all of this information came from a really good article in Bloomberg Business Week uh, called oh, "Has Bob you Iger to. Lost the Magic?" Yes, I listened to this article. I, and then I, I saved it in my Apple News. I hope it's still there because I was going to listen to it. I forgot. Oh, it's it's still there. You'll find you'll find it. If not, I'll, oh, I'll share it again. Okay. Every time I have a tech question about my apple news i'll, I'll ask you now so, yeah you know. I, i'm well i'm okay i'm not the tech guy but i i can share one one link i that i'm capable of uh, so we all know you know michael eisner had a pretty successful tenure at disney bob Iger came in he rode in the back of the sure. uh Cats and Disney Renaissance. Yes, yes. Yeah. And and that's just it. It's like nobody actually knows what they're doing. We've got like some people who <laughs> are know. like creative and like essentially like, were successful. If, if but Kevin Feige factors beyond them. Right. Exactly. If Kevin Feige didn't like exist or didn't run Marvel, how would we think of Bob Argier as like exactly have, have been like a great successful Disney CEO? Or would he just been like, well, shit, I don't fucking know. And been fired after like two years. So when Bob Iger stepped down in 2021, like he had a phenomenal reputation because over mm. from 2005 to 2021, he quadrupled the value of Disney. He didn't, but <laughs> Disney's value quadrupled on during that time. And like, well, let me you're breaking you. that down. I, I read very his. Well. Uh, I read his book that he wrote. Like right, like I think he, I think it was released in like 2019. He, he's not saying that he did it all, but but he didn't not do it all. <laughs> yeah, he he. he he did a lot of it, according to him. <laughs> well, he he's been back for a year, and uh, it's Disney is worth less than half of what it was when he left in 2021. And you know, that's not his fault. That's not his fault. And so he was seen as, as being really friendly with um, creatives, but even that has soured. He had this quote about um, SAG's demands. He called them like, this is a huge gaffe to say that their their demands are unrealistic. People flipped out at this. Like, they're like, we just want a livable wage. You're making like 80 grand a day. You know, you're flying into these summits and like he lived on a, a boat in the Mediterranean for a while. And by a boat, I don't mean like a small boat. I mean like a 185 foot yacht. And when I, when I was reading his book at one of the Disney parks, when um, a, an animal got loose and attacked and killed a little child he cried about that he kept oh. the, the park closed for 12 hours Several and, hours. And, and he didn't even charge the employees for a lunch for that day. <laughs> as i pointed out to you there are several disney movies like i don't know the, the latest uh, thor one and others 
that uh, have made bank at the box office. Okay, so tell me how how did the Haunted Mansion do? Uh, the what? <laughs> how did how did the new Indiana Jones do? Oh, I'm sure that did well. It's Indiana Jones. <laughs> so you mean like um, Sound of Freedom? Well. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's right. Like without Kevin Feige, like we would not think of of him as a genius. So part of part of what he did well was he said, "Okay, let's do fewer, bigger movies," which works when they're profitable, when they're good, and when people want them. Which was Marvel movies from like 2009 to 2020. Yes, when you but, have the like biggest stars in the world, you have a, a very capable whatever Kevin Feige was director of the whole thing um kind of really taking control of it and having one clear story that's not what happened with Star Wars I'm I'm not a big Marvel fan I don't know anything about any comics whatsoever Oh I don't either I mean no, I've no, never cared about no. them before the but, movies but, but the thing is after 21 fairly de- was it 21 like 20 plus fairly decent superhero movies you are fairly fed up with them like i yeah, don't yeah. have like uh, like you have a story that runs 20 plus movies and then it ends and then you're going to try to start it all over and think that oh this is going to be as good of a success as the first one that we had yeah my thesis is that like Iger really stumbled like backwards into success he has no particular gift so he oversaw a lot of acquisitions so he bought pixar marvel lucasfilm and 21st century fox but like lucasfilm is creatively bankrupt right so he's good at acquiring things that are successful um and they needed this ip to build disney plus but now disney plus is has lost two billion dollars this year how do we make money like nobody knows how to make money they're like, well, we can raise prices, but we'll lose subscribers. In light of this, how do we make money? I saw this today. Single out episodes of She-Hulk cost $25 million a piece. So th- this made, is more money made. was spent, yeah. yes, on She-Hulk episodes than really even any Game of Thrones, ep- Thrones episodes. The total was $225 million on She-Hulk, which is um, oh, okay. $225 so- million. How much do you think it costs to make Dune 1? Two hundred and twenty-five million. One hundred and eighty. One hundred and sixty-five. Okay. Which looks better, She-Hulk or Dune? <laughs> Which has better stars? Dune yeah. two, you know, because like everybody in Hollywood is trying to cut costs. Dune two is one hundred and twenty-two million dollars. What? Um, and they're I'm sure it's gonna well, look they saw just that as amazing. How good Timothy Chalamet could pretend that he was <laughs> feeling pain that didn't have to stick, do with stick, sticking a hand in a box. Today, uh, I saw the news that Disney is going to buy. They're going to make the animated version of the the firm. (laughs) (laughs) No, they are going to buy the remaining third of Hulu from Comcast for eight and a half billion. So that was already in the works. Like when they acquired Fox and with it Hulu, they acquired two thirds with the remaining third to be agreed upon later. And so it was just agreed upon that that's the cost for the remaining part, which of which like how valuable is Hulu right now? I, it doesn't say how much money they're losing. <laughs> so Bob Chapek uh, came from Disney parks. He he was the guy be- before Iger and, and where then, the alligators are, you know, between, he, he, between the Iger. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm sorry. He came from, he came from parks. He came from parks. Uh, how, 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 uh, so Jonah uh, or or not Jonah? What's uh for, what the fuck is his name in uh, Succession? Um, uh, Tom. No, 
No, no, Tom did um, Cruces. No, yeah, Tom I'm talking did about Tom, the, the kid. Uh, Greg, Greg, Greg. Wait till we release that Succession episode. <laughs> You're not going to remember any of their names. Um, they, so, like, they got Greg, Greg, Greg from Parks is going to run. So Iger had bet everything on like big tentpole movies in IP that not only would they make movie in theaters, but then once you put them on streaming, like everyone would want to subscribe and you've got, you have this, this revenue stream. And of course we have not talked about the parks yet, but Chapek had this grand idea that he wanted to turn Disney into a, like he, he was like, let's go tech. And how does tech make, make money? They make money by stealing your information, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're not paying for a product, you're the product, right? right. It's much like yep. Amazon Prime, they they follow your viewing habits and then uh, your shopping patterns. And then I'm sure and why they, Netflix they, will not let anybody look at their, you know, data that they have on everyone. He was like, we need to turn Disney. We need to, to move into tech and become a data aggregator and basically sell membership platforms. So like we're going to track viewing habits, spending at Disney parks. And we could sell that data. We could use it to market more stuff directly to them. I mean, so you, it's not the money is not in selling that data. The the money is in then having ads, to, having to, ads. Like, That's where to, the money is to, to to tailor to each person for, like you using that data to sell ads. Yeah. Um, what? So you I, can I'm, maximize. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm ignorant. Doesn't Hulu have ads? The, I mean, if 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 you want to be a popper, yeah. Chris's version didn't have ads. Oh, Mine yeah. does. I, okay. I hate ads so much. They've got TV, which is dying. So they've got Disney Channel, ABC, FX, Nat Geo. It's um, very sick. It's it's very sick. Um, and and we haven't even mentioned ESPN. ESPN blows. Like it's it's good for live sports, but then the rest of the time, it's just like people shouting at each other with terrible opinions, and and that generates clicks. And they're actually lucky they got rid of re- the regional sports ch- channels. Like when they acquired Fox, I believe it was an antitrust thing where they had to sell off like Fox Sports this, Fox yeah. Sports that, because those those um, channels are dying. Like, so does that like, mean? Sports franchise values are going to start coming back down. Is it time to invest? Or I mean, when they start coming down, not now, but. (laughs) I don't see that happening. Well, why not? If the, if the regional TV deals are like, it's killing, it's killing baseball. So the, the Padres owner just today took a a $50 million loan, $50 million loan for an owner of an NFL or MLB MLB franchise. That sounds like a piss in the back, piss in the ocean. But he's, I mean, they've got some legit cash flow issue issues. And I Mm -hmm. I'm most familiar with the twins where during these bankruptcy proceedings for the, um, like the, the parent company of all these regional sports networks is going bankrupt. And so many of these regional sports networks are going under, um, but they tried to renegotiate as part of the uh, bankruptcy uh, settlement. They don't have to report um, how much revenue they're getting from it, but it came out that, that the twins were getting $55 million a year. The The best estimate is that that may drop $15 million for this coming year. So like they're going to adjust payroll adju- uh, accordingly. So yeah, right, like yeah. it is... Because like the, the the next deal with whomever it is, it's it's clear that like there isn't as much revenue as we thought in it. So um, they can't possibly pay 55 million in Minnesota. It'll be 35 to 40 million, um, which will be a huge correction. Yes. Uh, all right. So we uh, we are running out of time and we're <laughs> going to move to Afterglow. Uh, Chris, your recommendation for Disney before we leave? 
the recommendation for the article, it's not a recommendation. It's like uh, they might have to sell to Apple because who who does like who does know how to make money? Well, they make up they sell a product. They're not they're not yeah, collecting they're data. <laughs> they're not yeah. trying to guess at what movies will be good and what will be bad. Like they're not trying to remake uh, the Little Mermaid in live action. Like they're not creatively bankrupt. They're selling a product, an electronic product. And so the only hope is for people who actually make things and sell them to maybe bail out the entertainment industry who doesn't know the difference between a good movie and a bad movie between She-Hulk and Welcome to Rectum. My answer is to walk uh, Bob Iger and everyone else concerned, walk to the nearest street and throw yourself in front of a bus. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Who we'll knew that? relationship advice and fixing Disney. <laughs> Thank We're... you for listening. We will be back again. Uh, light the candle. Keep it burning. Uh, go poop at the Taco Bell. Don't throw up after eating Chick-fil-A. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Thank you and good night. Find a glory hole. Uh-huh.